Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. two message requests on Instagram and one guy said hi I saw you on Tinder hope you don't mind me messaging you on here and then it showed me a picture blurred out with a warning over it that says picture blurred to um, avoid unwanted content hmm? and so I obviously was like unblur and it was just him and his cat <laughs> like, I love it I like, like him oh my I god like, what is happening I like it. <laughs> that was just that was a weird experience yeah, We're going to transition now we into the part two. We have blue in my mouth right now. It feels pretty good. My lips are really chapped. And they keep They're like, not at all. I, is mine I don't blue? Th- are no. mine? No. I'm a disaster. I, I never. Like, not a disaster. I feel like because you asked about your mouth, that means my mouth is probably purple. No, it's not. I No, you know why? Because I like did this and I was like, ugh, and, like purple mm. came off my finger. I, I find that my mouth never stands with red wine. And, and some people, does. it does. What's your secret? Mm. My my lips are always chapped because I don't drink enough water. Incidentally, that's why I also get drunk. Yeah, mm. Mm. guys, but th- right. those were two epic stories. Thanks so much for telling them. Because oh, like, yes. you want to know what we didn't hold back on these. And um, but like you were saying, I think people need to hear this because not enough is being said about the reality, no, right? Absolutely, of the situation. It is not what it is like in the movies. The movies are not. bullshit. And it can be that way. It could be. It absolutely it could be. can be. Or it could be not. <laughs> you know, and the point isn't to scare anybody because I, I can't wait to have a second baby. Yeah, I even mm. after you know, all of that, thing. I would still do it again. Mm. I think next time I would schedule a C-section. I would schedule it probably for like the week after a baby was due. And then if baby decided right. to come early, then great. I would try and do it naturally because I still have that FOMO about trying to, to do that. But... I wouldn't right. be as scared of a C-section this yeah. time, and mm. I would um, I would rather have it planned so there wouldn't hopefully be as much trauma afterwards. Yeah. So that it would be a little sense. bit more calm and yeah, yeah. less emergency situation. Yeah. So yeah. you do it all again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are fucking badass, it, strong rock star women. This is really what it comes down to. Whew. I think it, it is not even about like us being strong rock stars. It... This this is tear worthy here. I'm getting a little teared up. It is about like the love that I have for my child. I can't. No one can prepare you for that. No one can prepare mm-hmm. you for like all of that shitty stuff that happened to us before. But it it is a love like no other. It is the truest form of love that I have ever experienced. And if I had the chance to to experience that again mm-hmm. like uh, of course i would take mm-hmm. that like he, it, yeah. it's it's crazy how how much just it, it, it pure love that you have for this tiny right. little human and and you know that he has that for you it, it's just it's like other level it's yeah, it's another absolutely. level it's it is primal like we said before like it is instinctual it is like deep within you like you can't you can't brain that away Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i'm a very amazing logical 
compartmentalized person but this child just like it consumes you it yeah is, it absolutely. is a consuming love yeah. need an Almost. unconditional love yeah absolutely yeah, yeah right out right out of the gate mm-hmm. right because yeah. i think some might be unpopular opinion but i think some types of love should be conditional in other words oh if gosh. your partner beats you and that's, yeah well, that's a condition um yeah <laughs> so sure. like that is that's conditional love in my mind but like i think between parent and child it's unconditional yeah. and it and it is like it's yeah it, i mean i felt connected and like i loved Finn and we knew what his name was going to be too which probably helps Mm -hmm. before you know he was born but we start referring to him after we knew everything was okay and sort of I personally allowed myself to start feeling a bit more comfortable just having like dealt with loss in my own life before not of a child thankfully but um Mm -hmm. just of loss it took me a while before I kind of felt comfortable um kind of Again, allowing myself to be excited about having a baby. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when I got to that point and we started calling him by his name and everything, uh, like you are, you already love this little person mm-hmm. who's not even at this point like even like it's like you kind of a lump with like a finger here and an ear over there and like a thought and like a toe, Group you know? Like it is, it's weird. Like, but you 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 love you love that being. Yes. You know, there's something about like being responsible for like. A, a whole life form that is it it yeah it's like a, a feeling like no other like i can't even call it love like it's just something it's crazy it's just a different feeling altogether. it's it's whole yeah it's whole next level and then so you love this 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 thing that you're creating yeah. and then they come out and they're there and they're this person and the thing is like you feel this overwhelming responsibility because here's this little person that didn't ask to be born or created or anything. Yeah. And now they're here and they are completely helpless and they need you them. are their everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. And it, it just, it fills you with this sense of like responsibility and, and purpose and, and love on like anything that I've ever done before. And for, for me, like it has been the best thing. And I think I was saying to you before, like, I totally respect people that don't want to have kids. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. absolutely 100%. It is a huge commitment. Absolutely. A huge decision. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But, like, for, for me, like, I've always wanted a family. And having my son is just, yeah. You, you, it changes I, you. Yeah. I can't put it into words, but it's been the most wonderful thing ever. And people will say, oh, has it been a crazy transition? And I'm like, not really. It's just like my life, but amplified with so much more love with this little guy. I mean, yeah, of course, there's sometimes there's some scheduling difficulties. Like (laughs) Ben and I haven't gone to see a movie together in eight months because we haven't been able to make that work yet. But that's okay, you know, but otherwise it's just like it's Ben and I and we're really happy and we love each other. And we also have this little person that we love and he's so cute and he comes with us and he's hilarious and he makes us laugh and... Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. For me, for me, like that, it, it, yeah. Like when I first found out I was pregnant, like it, it's certainly like a sense of, a sense of like, I don't, like love and protection already. Like, I, I guess like, <laughs> this is this is a weird comparison, but like how you love your cats and your dogs. Like, I was thinking that yeah, in my head like, as you were talking. Yeah, cause, because I think there's something about a being that relies on you for yeah. life. Yeah. You know, so there's like, the more something relies on you, 
the more you love it, I guess. Yes, 100%. 100%. Reason. So imagine like the love that you have for your cat times a billion because mm-hmm. literally like this tiny little child, well, even like this tiny little embryo relies on you for everything. And you like, made it. You Like you made it. Like, have you, you ever cared it. for a plant? No. <laughs> I... I, I, I I'm scared to care for a plant because I feel like then that would be the, that would be the, like, I just, and like coming from a whole other perspective, don't feel mm-hmm. like I have maternal instincts. I didn't grow up with cousins. I didn't grow up with younger siblings. Me neither. Same. Like, I don't Only feel child. like there's a maternal bone in my body, but like as someone who's 31, single, I used to just have this idea of being a mom and I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And at this point... And it's fucking sad, and I don't want to bring down the the love train at all. But, like, I can't picture that life, because I might not get it. Sarah, I'm I'm 38. Yeah. Like, I'll be 38 next next month, you know? It's still still certainly possible. Jesse and I have only met, like, well, we met a while ago, but we have not even been married for two years, and we already have a one-year-old. That's very true. And I mean, it could still happen. I guess it's just, it's just, um, it's something I want, but I guess I'm just preparing myself for maybe not getting it, which might be sad, but it's more of me just, again, preparing myself for Mm -hmm. it because Mm -hmm. I admire it so much. And, uh, You'll be the and I, best and auntie that Zach will ever have. Actually, <laughs> none of my sisters are going to have kids, so that's... <laughs> I actually... Uh, but I mean, like, I got all these friends having kids, yeah. and it's so freaking cool to just watch it, and, like, I just admire y'all so much. It's so much work, and, um... It is work, and sometimes it feels like work, but often it doesn't it's just <laughs> like, it's your life it's yeah. just the life yeah yeah i've often mm-hmm. said that even my worst because you know I'm, I'm on mat leave now so i'm home every day with my boy which i'm so thankful for and um again thanks I, canada yes thank you good old Feels, canada. i feel very hashtag blessed um <laughs> but no i uh just being at home with him and I, i've said before you know even my worst day at home with finn even my worst day, if he's having, you know, especially when he was younger and it's like, I couldn't make him happy and he didn't want to nap and he was crying a lot and he just like was like, I was nursing him and he wanted that and then he didn't want it and then he wanted it and he didn't want it and I didn't know what to do and I thought I was losing my mind. Even on the worst day is one of the best days of my life. Right. You know, so it's, it's because, and, it. and it's true, Mom. like getting up in the middle of the night, like you hear him cry and I'm like, oh, why, why? And I'm kind of like. Mm-hmm. Go out and go out of the bedroom and trudge into the nursery and pick him up, and he just like looks at you and it just Melts none of it matters. I'm like, you could literally do anything, right? <laughs> Pretty now. much, let out a fart, anything, <laughs> oh anything. God, yes. yeah, like oh, so and bodily cute. fluids, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. like it, but it's just yeah. I don't know. So, I hope I, hope oh, I get to experience kid. it. Like it, it sounds image. terrifying, but. <laughs> So they, I've always heard like, oh, it's good you're having a girl or a boy. You don't have to worry about cleaning poop out of their vagina. But do you know how hard it is to get poop out of ball wrinkles? Uh, <laughs> it is. It's so hard. And you like, want to be really careful. Yes. 
Like, ball wrinkles are hard. They, like, it's, poop gets all up in there. They do. And it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough. Oh, it's really, my God. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Anyway. I think I ball think at wrinkles. at one point I was saying, like, the love for me didn't start right away. Like, I felt this responsibility and this, like, kind of love, like, a love. But the love truly came when he started to, like smile back yeah like it's like a whole nother level and now he's like this whole person and it's just like yeah anyway, and the personality starts to come through well he my child like. has had a personality pretty much <laughs> since day one dramatic like, as soon as he entered the world <laughs> okay so our melanie and i share a doctor as we already said and the last time i took zach to see our doctor the doctor was like your child should be an actor <laughs> Oh, because man. he makes such good faces, and like so many people I've met, have been like, he should go into acting because he is the most expressive, crazy little child ever. He is. He's, He's ador- so funny. He's a- he cracks me right up. But anyway. both so freaking adorable. Also keeps adorable. me on my toes and doesn't sleep. <laughs> so. So I have a question. Mine yes. isn't very funny, but I get great. But sleep. he's very cute, <laughs> and you do no, get great sleep. And he is funny. Yeah. Is you funny. guys both like those babies. Let me tell you, mm. can't double tap. Enough. Your child is also one of the best dressed children I've oh, ever so seen. So snappy, so Instagram worthy. <laughs> we we have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> My child, I'm just lucky if I can get clothes on him. Literally, like, it's his favorite thing as soon as I take any piece of clothing off for him to just run away and he just cracks up. He thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I said to Ben the other day, I was like, oh my God, what if we have spent all this time curating a perfectly, like, hipster kind <laughs> of, you know, uniform for our infant and then one day once he gets old enough to express his opinions and he's just like, Mom, Dad, can I have an Under Armour sweatshirt? Like, no! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, don't you want to wear your little your little flat cap with your denim like, jacket? Your, your no. Your bitch? <laughs> no. Under Armour. Under Armour. <laughs> Give me a black trench coat. So, oh, damn. But we'll love him anyway because he's a... I mean, Hot Topic is coming to Halifax. So. Hey. It's true. So, we'll <laughs> okay. see. Okay, what's your question, Sarah? Yeah, so, questions. my question is a tough one. Um, and you certainly don't have to answer if you don't want to. But I'm sure we did. <laughs> either of you experience any postpartum depression? I just uh, started taking medication three weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. We're not actually sure if that's what it is, or if it's just the fact that I haven't slept through the night in over a year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just started taking medication three weeks ago for uh, like a, an antidepressant. So you, did you notice, did you just go get help and they kind of came to that decision? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of a theory that I had had. I've just been so just generally exhausted. And, and as I've mentioned a few times, like my hobbies generally include active things like walking and hiking and yoga and things like that. And those things that used to make me, me and used to make me feel like myself were the things that felt like a chore and right. I wasn't really getting enjoyment out of those things and those are some of the big signs of postpartum depression also just a sign of chronic exhaustion and low iron which I also have um so uh, yeah so we're just trying some some medication so I don't I don't know yet if it is 
depression or if it is just exhaustion. I have noticed in the past few weeks, um, actually last weekend I was like playing with Zach and we were having so much fun and Jesse looked at me at one point and was like, are you high? And I was like, why? And it was was because I was like laughing joyfully. And I guess like I haven't realized that I hadn't just like laughed like that Uh, in so long. Wow. Um, But I don't, again, like I don't really know if that's depression or because for so long at the beginning of Zach's life, I mean, I had this tiny little human to take care of so you literally have to be like diligent and vigilant every second of the day you're like when was the last time he ate how much did he eat when is he sleeping when is he sleeping is he hurting his head is he breathing like blah 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 blah, blah. like you constantly have to be thinking about that plus I was in so much physical pain like I literally cut my head off from my body you know so I was very unintouched with what was happening between my brain and my body. Holy crap. Um, because I, I had to, because you have to get through the day. You have to take care of this tiny human who relies on you for absolutely everything in life. Hmm. Um, and for so long, and it, it's hard once you get in that pattern of it to break that pattern. Right. And like, actually let go. And let yourself have um, let yourself, a laugh. Yeah, um, exactly. And just be free and light. And I have had those moments in the past, you know, several months where I have felt free and light. Um, like, I, notably when I was on vacation. Um, so somebody else was taking care of a lot of, like, the extraneous stuff. And I only was taking care of Zach. So I didn't have to, like, cook or clean or do any right. of that stuff. Um, because I think part of what, what happens to moms when they're on mat leave is, you know, our job is to take care of our child, but then there's this other, you know, stereotype or this other like stigma that says, oh, I also have to take care of the whole house. I have to clean. I have to cook. I I want to have a hot dinner ready for my husband when he gets home from work because he's been working all day to support us. Um, So it's constantly like, okay, I have to take care of this little helpless human, but also I have to take care of this, like, giant man human and the whole house and... All these errands. And the errands. And, and you can't, you, about. it's, it's, it's hard. It's, even if you do, even if you want to do all those things, it's impossible to do them is. all to, like, I guess the level that you would hope. Exactly. For. And I think Melanie and I both have, like, you know reasonably high standards I guess when it comes to like like we both really enjoy cooking and like taking care of our house and that kind of stuff um and you know we both yeah I don't know so it's 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 hard to just kind of let some of those things go um so So there was so long that I just was in my head only like constantly thinking like okay this needs to be done this needs to be done when I go to the grocery store I need to do this blah 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 blah, like this and this and this and this and this that it it was just so hard to actually connect back with what what's happening and like living in the moment and stuff like that so so true yeah yeah, <laughs> so, but so you've been on. I've been on some antidepressants just for a couple of weeks. Um, I've noticed mm-hmm. a few lighter moments, like I said, with like laughter and stuff. That's but good. also because now I'm back at work, 
So I am leaving Zach for three days in a row. So he's in the care, like he's in a day home two days a week and he's with my mom a full day a week. So those are three full days that I let that go. And now I've kind of gotten into the routine of letting that go. Um, so that could be part of it. Also, it's been really beautiful weather and sunshiny, and I always suffer from a little seasonal depression. Oh, so anyway. true. Yeah. Um, that's just an ongoing constant in my life. So, but I, yeah, bottom line is the last week or so I have been feeling better. I don't know if it's the drugs or the sunshine or the, or what, but. But you're feeling yeah, better and that's what matters. better, yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't say I, um. You know, there's a lot of levels of postpartum depression, for sure. Um, and there's a lot of, like, postpartum, like, psychosis, which is a whole other thing. I definitely didn't ever get to that level. And I don't even know if I ever would have said that I was, like, you know, very depressed or very sad. Like, I wasn't, like, crying daily or even weekly. But um, I think it's pretty normal. Our hormone levels go through a lot of stuff yeah. in the first year or yeah. so. Um, so there's definitely some days where it's like, there's so much on your plate that absolutely you break down and you totally just ball your eyes out and that's all you can do. Is postpartum, um, genetic at all? I don't know. I I don't know. It may be. I know that, I know that my mom had it with all three of us. Yeah. Um, so there's a part of me that's like, I'm just feeling like I would probably get it. But I don't know if it's genetic or not, but. I'm just I'm just a depressed person in general. So <laughs> I just got that regular depression. Just the regular. Yeah, just the regular yeah. kind. <laughs> hey man, take some pills. It's great. Mm. <laughs> Actually, don't have benefits right now. Oh, sad. That sucks. Do you have any thoughts on that, Melanie, at all? Or um, no, I um, uh, I haven't had any issues with that. Um, I I. I'm on medication anyway for, uh, for clinical depression and anxiety. So maybe I'm, I'm already medicated. Hedging your bets. So you got it. Um, but be, but because I was going into this pregnancy with that. So some of my concerns were, can I still take my medication when I'm pregnant? So when I was pregnant, of course I talked to my uh, GP about it and then she sent me to, uh, there's like, um, reproductive mental health unit at the IWK so I so I went there and they were really good so they told me yeah you're fine to continue taking this medication there were some possible risks the thing is though there hasn't been enough research on certain medications Mm -hmm. and pregnancy so maybe that's why Finn is so chill he's just so not (laughs) he's like he's like not anxious yeah I know he's just he's just happy baby he's just happy Nine months on that. (laughs) Should have taken started taking those drugs earlier. (laughs) He is he is very he is a very chill kid. So we have to in a normal way. In a normal way. Yeah, absolutely. He's not like stoned or anything. Absolutely not. (laughs) He looks very chill and snuggly. He He is very sweet and very smiley now too. He's such a cute little personality now. But something that I had to um well, Ben and I had to weigh the, um, I guess, uh, the risks versus the benefits of me staying on my medication and any possible side effects. Um, the possible side effects that were um, 
uh, listed for us for uh, Finn uh, at the time would have been like a cleft palate. And we said, you know, that's something that we know can can be yeah, fixed. Yeah. So it's it was much more important for me. We decided uh, to feel healthy yes. during the pregnancy. Good for you. Um, yeah. So we did, and it was great. And and he's had no issues. And uh, you know, I felt I felt good throughout the pregnancy. Mentally, physically, I felt like a pile of garbage, but <laughs> mentally, I I felt good, and I've continued feeling feeling good. But I've all. You know, since I've been diagnosed with depression, I've been really, um, uh, I guess, self-aware. I'm very in tune of how I'm feeling and what that might mean and how something might affect me. So I really do um, kind of take stock of my emotions every day and figure out where I am, especially with being a mom because there are just stressors now. And little things used to really get at me until I realized that. I was actually having some other problems. So then when I was medicated, I was able to like let go a lot of those things that used to really bother me. And, um, and I'm glad that I've had all that diagnosed before I had a child because I can see how it would just, it would make everything so much worse because you have to live with a bit of chaos when you have yeah. a kid. Yeah. There's so many things you can't control. No. And then like, and, and you know, which you know from even from our own birth stories, things you can't control. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, a kid and then you throw like my house, like a, you know, a, a Ben and two dogs and a cat. And some renovations. It's, and some renovations. <laughs> it's, 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 it's chaotic. So I can, um, I think for many people it can be kind of a perfect storm. Right. Um, yeah. If you're already struggling. Overwhelming. Plus, like like I said, the hormones. Like, Oh, I still feel... I still don't know if I feel totally, like, back to myself yet. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because, I mean, even just the birth control pill, for me, yeah. tr- makes me crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I... I, I'm not on it anymore because I was just like I don't feel normal Neither on this way. thing. All the way. I should try that. Yeah, I really should. Yeah, it's great. Interesting. Interesting. I, like, I was a terrible at taking the pill. Like just I did, I'm so bad at it. So the Nuvering is great. You put it in for three weeks. You take it out after three weeks. You... I messed up so bad once on my pill. I went into the pharmacy and I said, "Look what I did. How do I fix it?" <laughs> How do I fix and it? And they said. We don't know. <laughs> How on earth? I, I, okay, so I was on a pill that was a different level of hormones every week. So it was like, you know, start light right. and then I got, I started taking the highest level. I had my pill flipped. I think I was just drunk oh one God. night. You started taking like the fake pills first or something? No, because I was on a 21 day. Oh. So I was actually taking and like, and then I, and then I took like three of those and then I was like, oh, what do I do? Do I just go back to the first week? And I was just oh all over the place. God. And I went in I and they're think- like, yeah, you've, you've messed up, girl. We don't even really yeah, know. Yeah, what- I think that's actually what they say. <laughs> just like, okay, get rid of those pills Start and t- try again, sweetheart. <laughs> But I've been off it for a while, and I feel fantastic. I mean, it killed my sex drive when I was on the pill. I I didn't even. I mean, as even as a single person, I want to feel horny and shit every now and then. I, I and think I, most, I think most people do. Yeah, most people do. Horny's good. Um, and I didn't feel it, and I went off it, and I was like, she back, she back, but gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about maybe going back on it. Like, now that I've been off it for a while, kinds, just as a reset, because um, also for skin issues, I'm like, mm. maybe I'll go back on the pill. I just uh, like knowing when, when I'm going to get my period. That's my favorite part of the birth control. Yeah. And I never I'm like, know oh, right it's now. Wednesday at 1 p.m. 
Yeah, he's yeah. a super regular. Uh, it's always super like regular. Do, used to be hour? Wednesday before noon, and oh I my would gosh. so like when she was trying, I would text her on like Wednesday or Thursday and be like, "Hey, did you get your period?" Like, <laughs> Twelve thirty, Sandra. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> oh my god! It was down like to the hour. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was crazy. By by, by a certain hour, I'd always have a big poop, and then I would start my period. Is that too much? That's always a t- no. Never, it's a, that's never. a telltale sign. I mean, I'm not on the pill right now, and I, it's I have a period tracking app, and it's within a two day range usually that it's correct. Um, but it's like right. Uh, Actually, could happen at any moment. Right now, I'm like just waiting for it, okay. waiting for waiting for the eagle to drop. Um, Good thing you're on a leather chair. Wipe <laughs> that right off. It's okay. When you say the eagle to drop, do you need a big poop? <laughs> Those poops are the worst. I I, I heard a comedy sketch. The rag runs. <laughs> Ew. No. <laughs> you didn't have to give it a worse name. I'm sorry. It's just like it's not fair that we get the horniest when we're on our periods and yet we get the most like gassy bloated (laughs) crampy like emotional like we get all these other things with it and it's It's terrible but um my other question was going to be about about getting busy with your men afterwards i know that when we were out for your engagement party you had brought up just the fact that people don't talk enough about like, that. getting back yeah. into that. Right, that because takes a while. you hurt. Because yeah. you hear six weeks you can start having sex after you've had a baby. So in my head, it was like, oh, you're just going to be like really like anxious and six weeks are going to come and you're going to be like, oh, finally we can have sex. When the reality for me, and I think for a lot of people, was like, oh no, six weeks, that means I don't have an excuse can anymore. Can you please tell me 12 weeks? Oh, now I have to like actually let you know. I don't want to have sex with it's you. A, I just actually <laughs> was watching Kelly and Ryan. Like, Kelly I love Rupert. them. Yeah, I love them too. And just this week, Kelly was like, you know, you can negotiate with your gynecologist. And you can tell them to tell your husband, 12 weeks sounds good. <laughs> she was like, six weeks isn't long enough. <laughs> Damn. You know, and, and of course, like, yeah, I mean, obviously... I mean, it has nothing to do with, you know, the man. No. It's all thing. You think a poop is scary? God. After having a baby? Mm. It's, 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 it's scary and it's uncomfortable. Um, And I can't say that's for everybody. I don't know. For me, it was scary and uncomfortable and I'm eight months postpartum and it's still not where I'd like it to be. We're still working up to things right you know i mean we've had sex um but it doesn't always work because i'm it hurts too much Mm -hmm. and that's not fun for me Mm -hmm. so you know so that's it's it's kind of it's a bit of a bummer so it actually does become something i think that as couples you really do have to work towards so as unsexy as it sounds you sort of have to schedule your yeah, sex dates because you because you try for it yeah because yeah, you gotta gotta you gotta keep at it so i guess you start it starts feeling better again you know is so, there things that you can do for yourself i guess in a way like that might get you in the mood to like you know when you like have those days where you're like you want to feel sexy just with yourself like mm-hmm. you want to like put something cute on or like like did you 
is it par- is that part of it? Like just kind of amping yourself up a bit? For me, it's not even like I'd like to have sex and then we start. And I'm like, oh, it really hurts a lot. Uh, so, sucks. so that's the problem. So it's it's, it's that it's physical. It's the, your it's body the actually. Pain. Yeah, for me, it's my body basically betraying me. Yeah. But you know, so but mm-hmm. but and some and some women I know just don't have the desire to have sex at all. Like they just not not interested at all it took me a while i wasn't there after six weeks but i'm there now and it's still yeah it's not it's not always 100 percent successful yeah on my part i'm more like that and i think because what i was saying earlier i i cut my brain off from my body so much because i was in so much pain for so long like it was really hard for my brain to talk to my body to think about things like being just like in pain or in pleasure like all those sensations were kind of cut off so um it's like and it sucks because like I love my husband so much and seeing him be a dad is so amazing and so sexy and I want to you know Mm -hmm. like celebrate that but my own body took so much of Mm -hmm. fucking beating god (laughs) damn it's like I don't feel connected with my own sexuality as yeah. much. Right. My own body has changed. Like, I have a huge scar across my belly. I gain weight. And mm-hmm. it's a big, it's just a big challenge. And, you know, we have had sex, of course, um, since. And But every, like, I, it's still very, it's still very a nervous experience for yeah. me. Because I am expecting pain. And I am, like, waiting for it. So I, I find it's hard for me to even relax enough to start to enjoy it. And it has happened. I have enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it's not all bad. It's not all painful. But um, It's a work in progress. It is a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is something, like, that I can, I can imagine if somebody didn't have a strong relationship with their partner, that that could crumble. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that's so but, true. you know, I... I I want to make that part of our relationship work, um, but it is definitely a work in progress, and it definitely has required a lot of patience on yep. his end. Um, and your end too, with yourself, absolutely. Um, and and just knowing myself and like when I'm ready and stuff. It, it it's hard for me to feel sexy too because mm-hmm. like for so long like. You know, like I was saying earlier, like there's so much on your plate, like you're just constantly thinking about this or that or this or that or this, like things are just running through your head that you're like, oh my God, I'm a sexual being. What? There's no time for <laughs> like, Yeah. What? Like that is the bottom of the priority. Like, yeah. yeah. Mix that with a body that you don't recognize. That you're not happy with, you don't recognize that you're like. There's a lot going on. Things don't move the same way. Like I'm. You know, I'm not as flexible as <laughs> I, just, I used to be. Like, I'm laughing because I'm picturing the matter of times where I've been like, oh, wait, no, wait, yeah, sorry, uh, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, sex isn't as sexy as it used to be. You know, it's like, it ha- it, it's definitely more of like a, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Opposed to like, it's like a, a challenge. Oh, yeah, but again, like. Don't think this is forever. It just, no, it just, it just takes not. a while. It takes yeah, a, that's it. It a just, long time. It, and I think that's good for both, like, uh, for both partners to be aware of. Yeah, that, and it has no reflection on how 
attracted we are to our partners at all or how like anything like that or how much we love them it's just it's it's, we took a fucking beating yeah we went to war i'm being (laughs) tired can affect your sex drive so oh yeah and our hormones again like there's not i i like so strongly will say 100% that there is not enough research done on no. women's health, women's hormones. And I, as much as I love the IWK and I'm so thankful for the resource that we have in them here in the city, um, every bit of money that's ever donated to the IWK goes into children's health and baby's health. It does not go into women's health. Yeah. Everything that I've heard, it, like, it doesn't, women's health is, takes such a back burner to, to the birthing process, you know, and of course these babies are so important, but we have to take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You guys need to be good we too. We up, like, yeah. a large part of society and, you know, our hormone levels, <laughs> they're fucking yeah. chaos. Like, yeah. One how do we the- control that? There's no easy blood test to test your hormones. Or if there no. is, like, I haven't had it and I would love to. Yeah. One of the things that I was told when I was in hospital that, yeah, kind of, kind of made me a little upset was that, you know, so I had, first of all, it's like six in the morning. I had given birth like three hours before. I, my, I had water had broken now almost 24 hours ago. I had had this big tear and I hemorrhaged and I was still literally covered in blood. Okay. And I remember asking the nurse, can somebody help me get into the bath? I just want to take a bath and clean myself up. I wasn't strong enough to do it. And they said, well, if you can't do it yourself, we can't help you. You're not sick. You just had a baby. <gasps> what? And I was like, okay, no, I'm, I didn't say this. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. But it, no, I'm not. I'm not sick. And yes, women have babies all the time. But you, not every delivery story is the same as we no. have discussed. And I was not well. I had suffered a trauma. And even if you have a really easy birth, I'm doing air quotes for the listeners. <laughs> it's insane what what we expect women's bodies to do. It's insane. And the idea that you can just like roll out of bed after and be like, no, I'm fine. I'm going to take care of somebody else. No one needs to take care of me is really disheartening. And I think it's crappy. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, like for the easiest birth, like that, that's what I kept thinking in my mind. I was like, you know what? Babies get born in fields every day. Like moms give birth in the middle of work and then they just put the baby on the back and go back to doing whatever they're doing. That was that was not my birth story. That was not my my situation. So, like, yeah, there's not enough. That's why I was so thankful that I had a midwife because, like I said, that was the first time that I felt like I was being taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but even still, like, there's only so much that they can do. You know, there's only so much research out there. There's only so much um, support out there for you know, people that suffer this trauma. Like, if Melanie, if you had had, like, a gunshot wound and lost a liter of blood, like, you would have been treated, I think, very differently. Oh, yeah. You just had a baby. Yeah, that's And women have babies all the time. But if you had a gunshot wound, like, oh, my God, you had a gunshot wound? Yeah. Let's take care of you. Do all the tests. And And you know what I always think about is (laughs) freaking Kate Middleton. 
Like, oh, that she poor pushes woman. out a baby. Pushes out a baby, okay? <sighs> a couple hours later, she's got to get all prim and proper and dressed up to go out and just be like, you're my baby. Oh, and, like, post her Like, pictures. even just the heels. I remember I was, like, looking at her ankles, and I was like, oh, you poor girl. Oh, my God. I feel I so know. bad I for her. so bad for Like, her. don't you just want to just be she's in your... She looked beautiful and yeah. perfect. And then that sets, like the ideal, the standard that we yeah. all are supposed to be. That, like, and you're the... If we can't all be Kate Middleton, what's our problem? <laughs> yeah, bounce yeah. back after birth bounce and, like, it, get your body back and oh, and God. also feel great and, you know, it, it, it sets up women to either not talk about these problems and then realize how common they are or to sort of ignore them and think, well, no, I must be fine. Other people do this. So I guess there's nothing wrong with exactly. me. And then who knows? Because then if you ignore those things, what if it's something serious? Like part of a placenta left inside of you. Exactly but you're told, happened. listen, women do this all the time. Suck it up. Yep. You know, I you're mean. Sorry. You're not being taken seriously at all. You know, and then but then it leads you sort of not to take yourself seriously because you sort of think, well, maybe I'm just really weak. Or maybe I'm not. Yeah. Maybe I'm not good at this whole motherhood thing. Yeah. And, yeah. I was like, am I just being a whiner? Am I a complainer? Like, oh, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, motherhood, parenthood is is hard, period, you know? My kid sleeps 12, 14 hours a day. I'm still exhausted after spending a day with him, though. It's tiring. Oh, God. It's tiring. Spend a day with my child. You have no sweet clue. But it's, Not to compare, but yes. <laughs> but it's tiring regardless because you are... Totally keeping someone alive you're yeah. trying to make them happy and and teach them and, and teach them and mold and, them and take care of yourself yes. too and and i've already have like crazy mommy guilt because well my son's eight months and he's only ever had like three play dates in his life and what if i'm setting him up to be super antisocial and have i already failed him and like I'm constantly mm. thinking about all the stuff I could be doing wrong. Right. So, yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, when Ben comes home, I'm thankful because I'm pooped. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Fuck. Well, that actually leads in really good to... I put on Facebook today that we're recording this. Um, I happen to have a lot of Facebook friends and various friends that are either pregnant, new moms, maybe have several kids... Various forms of mothers going on. Uh, and a common theme that came up in these questions is the idea of advice mm. and people giving you advice. advice. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read, I'm going to just try to find um, some comments to read here. Um, so the first comment um, was from my friend Krista, who's the host of 36 Times Podcast. It's an excellent true crime podcast. Go subscribe to it. Um and she says, don't listen to any advice from anyone other than your healthcare professional, of course, and maybe your own mom. <laughs> uh, and then we had some other comments about this. Um, no one knows your kiddo better than you. Yeah, that's a big Trust one. that instinct you develop when you become a, a mother. It's pretty much always right. Also, every kid, um, different kid, different strategies. Just because something works for one parent oh doesn't God, mean absolutely. it will work for every parent with every kid. Uh, and then someone said the best advice I got was to try and put real pants on every morning. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I've recently tried to challenge myself by putting on clothes on pajamas or not just getting out of my pajamas and putting on another set of pajamas. So at one time in my life, I thought that like dresses or skirts were really dressy. You know, exactly. Sarah, you're beautiful. You're all dressed to the nines always. 
And then that changed to like jeans were really dressy, right? When yoga pants came out. And I realized that it was time for me to go back to work when I decided that yoga pants were dressy. (laughs) Because pajama pants were the norm. (laughs) Pajama pants or sweatpants were what I would normally wear. And when I went to go out, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to put on a pair of clean yoga pants and that'll be dressy. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's so funny. And then this came in in the form of a question. And again, all of these comments, I just want to say, are all about the idea of people trying to get to you with their own perceptions of what what should be done as a mom. Um, So my friend Leah writes in... um, what do you say to those who give you endless and unwanted advice constantly? So she says that she hasn't had a child yet. However, I struggle with this when planning a wedding and I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can only imagine how worse it gets when you're carrying a child. Well, Melanie, you're uh, planning a wedding and you Ooh, have a baby. Ooh, double whammy, <laughs> double whammy. Double, double advice. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I will generally, I'm not, hmm, how do I put this? Not a big fan of unsolicited advice. Uh, some people handle it really well and they just go, okay, thanks for that. But I can't help it. I'm kind of person who will say, uh, well, no. <laughs> da, 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 da. That would be me or, too. <laughs> well, because I'm his mom. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, I think what bothers me the most is, and I haven't really had much of this, uh, but people sort of think you're doing anything that would harm your child or like oh like well no he must be hungry he's not i know that he's just crying because he's tired it's fine well maybe he's hungry <clears throat> no he's not i know he's not <laughs> right? what do you think if like i would know if he was hungry and you know i would feed him he could eat the whole house i don't care but he's not hungry so stop telling me that it's something else especially something that you're kind of insinuating, like, I'm withholding from my child. Really, though? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's It's of a tone of judgment, almost, that comes I, over it. Yeah, it's not, it's not helpful. It's not... Now, that said, I am in some, like, uh, like mother's groups on Facebook, and we ask each other questions all the time. Yeah, so it's not that, like, I don't like advice, period. I think it's the unsolicited kind of, like, well, you know, just saying kind of advice, mm-hmm. which is the worst, the just saying advice. I'm just advice. saying... Is yeah. the worst kind of vice. Yeah, that I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan. It's of. such a tone of like, yeah, I'm right, and you'll you'll soon soon learn that I'm right. So because just saying, it doesn't come across as caring. It comes across as like confrontational, right? Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of that. But like I said, you know, first time mom, so I definitely do have to have questions. I'm, I'm I'm glad to talk about things and get advice from people and hear of different ways of doing things. But uh, otherwise, yeah. And it's almost like, I feel like maybe there's a way for that other person to bring that across better. Like maybe say something like, well, like, I don't really know what your experience is, but when I had a kid, this is what happened to me. Um, like almost just speak to your own experience, but Mm -hmm. not necessarily say you should do this or assume that that experience is the same. Cause like we've friggin' said, Every woman is so different. Every woman is different. Every child is different. Every family yeah, exactly. is different. Um, I've been, I think I've been pretty lucky, and I've either not gotten a lot of unsolicited advice, or I just it hasn't registered because I haven't cared enough. Right. Um. So that thankfully doesn't apply to me too much. But 
I also am in a, a mom group on Facebook for all, it's like all babies born or due in April of 2017, which is when my son was due. So all the babies in my mom group are all around the same age, which is really fun. Awesomeness. Um, but it's crazy to see some of these moms like going crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean to say, but like everybody's just kind of turned one because it was in April. Um, so all these like first birthday parties were happening. Oh. <laughs> and so many of these moms just went so overboard with these cakes and these oh, God. parties and the stress and the this and the that and the this and the that. And it's, it's, it's really funny to, um, yeah, to, to that would be that happen. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> that's like cool that like you have a community. Yeah, and you can, it really even if you is, don't know these people, like you yeah, can connect it's all across the world. Yeah, and so, so cool. it's really cool that it's like um, in this one particular group. I've joined a couple of groups and left them or blocked them or whatever. But this one particular group I'm in is is pretty non judgmental, and so it's all like, hey, like is your baby doing this? Like, oh, I didn't know this was normal. Or is your baby doing this? And how, yeah. how long has your baby been doing this? You know, it's, so it, it's pretty cool that way. That's but, good. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky that I haven't had too much kind of unsolicited advice. I have had, um, just last week actually, I had a client at work who uh, I was telling her that I had a one-year-old at home and blah, 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 and she looked at me up and down and she's like, you're awfully skinny for having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm still like 10 or 15 pounds heavier than I was when I first had the baby. Don't but say any like, shame. Like, this is the first time I met her. And, like, like, and did oh you say, I know, I was like, is that a, is that a compliment? Or he oh. was like, she just said it's so judgy. Like, That's... you're awfully skinny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm really... I okay. cannot wait. I don't know. I'm doing an oh episode all about body image and body confidence oh. this week. Um, and I can't wait to talk Big about this. Topic. This idea of women picking apart other women. Oh, yeah. Yes. Nothing infuriates me more than when people do that. I'm yes. just like, God fucking damn. No. Back off. Unless somebody's like literal health is at risk one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Back the fuck off. Like, yeah. It doesn't Seriously. Matter. Yeah, it's, it's like, who cares? Like, women are, that. if you feel beautiful, you are beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah, that's crazy. Let's, I'm going to end with a funny question. Okay. Sure. Well, this might trigger some funny, a funny story or two. Um, my friend Diane wrote in and she said, um, oh no, sorry, not Diane, Kat. Hey, Kat. Hi, so Kat. Kat's doing a, Kat will yeah. have an episode coming out next week with her boyfriend Jay and it's going to be amazing. Um, so Kat wrote, uh, I read an article about this particular question and I was dying over it. So please ask the moms what the most expensive thing their child had ruined is. My body. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my soul. <laughs> no, I think maybe they're both too young. Young to really mm. ruin really That's true. There was no like puke or pooping on. No. I mean, he, 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 like, he, don't get me wrong. He pukes and poops on a lot of things, but everything's washable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would really love to start wearing like my nice fancy bras from before pregnancy again. So he kind of ruined those because mm. they got too big for those. Ooh. And I would like to be able to wear those again because they were, you know, fancy. That doesn't really count. Do your boobs stay big after you get 
give birth. A minor's starting to get smaller because I've stopped breastfeeding. Um, but uh, I don't know if I don't know. I'll have to see if I can get back into the old bras. But I was actually just thinking about that because I'm wearing this like ugly nursing bra, and I would really like to wear my pretty ones again. Mm-hmm. My boobs uh, but, have gone back to the same size, but like my back fat is is still in full force. So. <laughs> <laughs> still can't Damn wear it. those old bras. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that would be the only thing I guess that he's you know quote unquote ruined. I wish you know I I want to wear my pretty bras again, but that's okay. I'll forgive him. So yeah. they have yet to ruin anything. Yeah, yeah. So we'll I'm check sorry, back with you. We'll check back with you. Maybe that will change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he's. he's yeah, he he doesn't really ruin a whole lot of stuff yet. He like tears apart like Kleenex and like paper bags when I give them to him. But right. otherwise, he just doesn't he hasn't pulled anything off the walls or anything yet. Yeah, mine's still kind of bit of a lump at yeah, eight months. Yours, he's yours not is pretty lumpy. He's not even crawling or anything yet. <laughs> so yeah, he hasn't he hasn't ruined anything. Yeah, I, I'm kind of actually shocked that mine hasn't ruined anything. The I was gonna say yeah. My one-year-old uh, found the TV remote. Like, he doesn't watch TV. Like, I'm I'm not necessarily, like, against screen time, but he, I just don't watch TV during the day when he's mm-hmm. home, and he's doesn't really watch TV. But he found the TV remote, turned the TV on, and turned Sesame Street on. He's never watched Sesame Street before in his life. It but was just a coincidence. It. He just pressed it, turned the right channel. Oh, man. And when he turned Sesame Street on, he got so fucking excited. See, now he's going to expect that every time. He like, started flapping his alarms. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> that's, so that's great, because that's a perfect impression. Yeah, that's exactly how we sound. <laughs> he gets so fucking pumped. He's Aww, so much fun. Such an energy ball. He is such an energy ball. I love him to pieces. So, what's your guys' we'll end on one? This is the last fucking question. I, I mean, I could ask a thousand questions, but uh, dear lord, I gotta get these women back to their lives. Um, what's your favorite thing about being a mom, and what are you most looking forward to going forward? Oh, good questions. It's my favorite thing has just been watching this little creation become like his own person yeah learning new things it is it is amazing because everything they do you still kind of feel responsible for right Mm -hmm. Mm because i'm like i taught him that um it's amazing to see him grow and figure things out i mean just the other day he was sitting up he hasn't been sitting up unassisted for very long so he was sitting up and in order to balance himself he he held on to another toy and then played with an uh, another toy with his other hand and i was like he's balancing himself he's doing this on purpose he's holding himself up and i was like that's really cool to see so it's just ben and i've said like (laughs) having a kid is kind of like well this relationship is going really well you know what would be really fun if we got a roommate and that's (laughs) let's make one and then there'll be three of us all the time. It'll be so much fun. Three's company. And that's what it's like. Like, we just, like, made ourselves, like, a best friend. Aww. And he's so cute. He doesn't really pull his weight yet. Yeah, definitely not cleaning it up after himself. Yet. He can be kind of messy. <laughs> but so he, cute. but he's awesome. What was the other question? Oh, what are you looking forward to most? 
going forward. I think just continuing to to watch him. And I've said to Ben, like, even every stage I'm excited for. Like, I know there are going to be some really shitty times, and I get that. Um, uh, you know, and in the early days, I mean, yeah, I've, like, up four times a night. Like, whatever. Even all those stages were great. So I think even the shitty ones, it's still a part of watching this little person become, like, a little boy and a little man. And um, I look forward to that every stage. I look forward to him starting to talk and to actually have conversations with us. I look forward to when he's like in high school and hopefully thinks we're still kind of cool to talk to. And I look forward to having hopefully a, a second child and watch their relationship blossom and yeah. and just to see what a second one would be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but really, like because you, no, you have no idea, and it's yeah. it's 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 it's, oh. it's fascinating to, that, that to is watch. Really fascinating seeing the personality so, yeah. come out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my Zach. I feel like Zach's personality just shone right from day one. Like he's been so animated since the beginning of his life. But yeah, like you said, like watching him figure out the world. Like you know, he figured out how to climb stairs all by himself, and he figured out how to climb down the stairs all by himself. Like nobody taught him that. But he's fearless, and he's just like, I need to get from point A to point B. How do I do that? And just watching that, like, just watching his little, the cogs in his brain work is so cool because he's so curious and just so interested in the world and how to do everything. It's, it's, that is really rewarding once he gets, like, once he figures something out and he's so proud of himself. Um, I think my favorite part, though, is like now he's really responsive to what you say to him so he's really um like he understands a lot of what i say and he understands a lot of words and and sentences so like when i say it's time to go upstairs like he goes and he climbs up the stairs and stuff like it's it's cool to see him oh my god that's so neat it's so cool and i say like who's that he's like the cat (laughs) and like do you want to see your puppy he just whispers but my favorite favorite thing is when I say can I have a hug and a kiss and he just wraps his tiny little arms around my neck and he just like squeezes so tight and gives me this like goopy old kiss with his mouth open and he's just not a kiss at all he's just like it's just it's just just like lips on face so sweet I thought it is you don't care about stuff like that you're just filled with like emotion and love like you just don't care yeah I just love that like he just like he could be playing and doing his own thing and then all of a sudden he just sees me and he's just like crawls right over to me and like jumps on my lap and like gives me a huge bear hug and like there is nothing in the world that compares to that ever Aww. it's just like the purest form of love on both yeah sides. like he it just, really is he he loves me so much like it feels so narcissistic to say but i love how much he loves me <laughs> like, it's, no like it's no so, i get that it's so cool yeah um, he needs you more than anyone. Yeah. yeah, and now that he can express that so much, like he, it's so special. He's um, so fucking cool. And now, especially that he's like away from me for certain days during the week, like he's learned that mommy can leave him, and, and mommy can come back. Yeah. And so when I like, I feel like the time that we do spend together now is so much more special, and I feel like he even sees that too. Oh, I don't know, but like it just misses last- you few weeks I've been really special with him like the days that I do spend with him like he's 
he like plays and he's so happy, but then he always just like comes back and he gives me these huge hugs and kisses and like oh, it's just so special. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Um, but what I'm looking forward to is yeah, like you said, like I can't wait until he starts like talking more and like asking questions and he can go on adventures and walks and just seeing what kind of human he turns out to be and I know he's going to be so inquisitive. He's going to be the kind of kid that's just like, why? But why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will be. Him. Like, will he's going to be so annoying, but in the best possible way. Like, I'm, I'm so excited for that because he's, he is my child and he is my husband's child. Oh, big time. In all of <laughs> best and worst flaws. Uh, he is the perfect combination of the both of us. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, he's just my, my special little dude with the biggest, happiest, stupidest grin in the whole wide world. They are both yeah. absolutely precious and adorable. They're really cute. We we made <laughs> you guys did. They're you make really good looking. You mangled babies, and they're gonna be friends whether they whether like, they like it or not. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah. are completely opposites. I I have this vision. I I think I've said of. Like, summer, Finn's, like, swinging in a hammock, reading Shakespeare, and, like, <laughs> Zach is climbing the trees all around him, and just, like, being a maniac, but they, like, just having They're, like, together. they'll be, like, opposites attract. Yeah, I think so. They'll be, like, a, like a buddy, like a buddy comedy movie yeah. together. Yeah, Zach's gonna be yeah. the one yeah. trying to yeah. get Finn in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach like is robbing the bank, and Finn's <laughs> yeah. driving the getaway car, because he's like, well, I had nothing else going on, so Yeah, okay. exactly. That's fantastic. I want to watch that movie immediately. (laughs) You guys have been so friggin' great. And, like, I just want to say thanks so much for taking out a night to come on the show and talk about those. Thanks for having me. Because scheduling it, I was just like, oh my god, they're so busy. I just want to make sure it happens when it's good for them. Um, So I I really do thank you guys so much. Because I really do think, I think there's probably going to be a lot of moms wannabe moms, soon-to-be moms, who knows, listening to this, and uh, I think they need to hear this stuff, and I think it's going to give them some comfort, and you're both very brave for coming on and reliving those birth stories, (laughs) because, uh... Those soon to be moms, I promise, not all of your. Yeah. <laughs> like this is we are no unusual stories. Hopefully, yours goes much better than ours. I will <laughs> say this: those like thirteen hours I slept with an epidural were like the <laughs> best thirteen hours sleep I've ever had in my entire life. It was great. Also, <laughs> highly recommend getting to Catherine, so they don't even need to get up to pee. <laughs> Awesome. But oh, God, not I've never... a fully catheter, a balloon no. catheter that might no. burst, and the nurse no. be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, never a good sound to hear. But for the, seriously, rock stars, I, I, I can't say it enough. I love you both. I can't wait for Melanie's you. wedding. That's going to be so much freaking fun. So I'm going to continue to Instagram and Facebook stalk both of your children. <laughs> Um, so thanks so much, guys. I really, really appreciate it. And do the honors. You guys can both together ring that bell. This episode has fucking Mother's Day special to end all
than drunk. Right. There's an aspect to drunk podcasting where it's like, oh yeah, I have to make okay. sure this episode. So fits. hold on, give me wheel your mic over here. All oh, right, audio sync. sync. We'll end sync. You do it. Go. End sync. Okay. Now on the count of three, Space hit bar? the stop button. Oh, stop button. Go up there and okay. push that. Oh wait. Okay. So on three. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three.